0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 323. Seven things that happen when you start strength training and a word of caution, part two, by Nia Shanks of Neashanks.com And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malek. Happy middle of the week Wednesday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read to you from some popular health and fitness blogs to help you optimize your health. It's the middle of the week, so you may need that little bit of inspiration to get through the last couple of days. So I have an inspirational quote for you. And what I'm about to share has been credited to Confucius, but he lived so long ago, who knows if he really said this, but it's a great quote anyways. Quote, choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. End quote. For me, that quote really rings true. I've had jobs that I hated, had those Sunday night blues, was hoping work would somehow be canceled the next day. I'm lucky enough to do this for you, I love being here and narrating blogs for you, so it doesn't really feel like work. But when we think about that quote, you could insert any other word instead of job. For example, choose a workout routine that you love. Choose a meal plan that you love. Whatever, and it still rings true. Now, really quickly, today is a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, you'll probably wanna hear yesterday's episode first. That's episode 322. But if you're all caught up, Let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Seven things that happen when you start strength training and a word of caution, part two, by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. Six, you improve in other hobbies. Strength training complements everything else you do, literally everything else. I've worked with many folks who had no interest in getting strong for its own sake. Strength training served one purpose for these folks, to help them perform better in other activities and hobbies. From competitive runners and bikers to horseback riders and careers in law enforcement, strength training will improve your performance in those activities. Perhaps you don't have any interest in building a big deadlift for the sake of having a big deadlift. But if you compete or participate in other activities, getting strong in the gym can give you an edge. And don't worry, it doesn't require a huge devotion of time. This is just one of the myriad benefits of strength training. Seven, rate of progression will be at its highest. Throughout the beginner training phase, linear progress is at the highest level it'll ever be. This means you can get stronger, fast. This is also the time when you can lose fat and build muscle simultaneously, depending on your body composition when starting. This is when a trainee can squat an empty 45-pound barbell for a shaky set of five reps, and then a few months later, be crushing 135 pounds or more. Throughout that process, he or she may drop 10 pounds of fat and build 10 pounds of muscle. This reality is what makes being a beginner so awesome and motivates you to keep returning for more. If you eat well and train consistently, the first few months of your strength training journey are immensely rewarding. Take advantage of it. A word of caution for beginners. If you're new to strength training, Practically any strength training program will produce some results. Someone who has never strength trained can start out performing squats on a BOSU ball and they will get stronger and build muscle. Any progressive strength training program will produce results, but some will produce significantly better results than others. Look at your strength training program like an investment. Putting $100 in a savings account every month that delivers a measly 1% interest rate will increase your net worth. But putting $100 into low cost funds via a 401k, a Roth IRA, ETFs, etc., with an average of 7% interest, will increase your net worth much more over the same period. The former will technically produce a return on your investment, but the latter will deliver significantly better results. Approach your time in the gym like you would a monetary investment, put it where it will produce the greatest return. Your sole purpose as a beginner trainee should be to learn a few basic movement patterns you can master quickly and then get stronger with those exercises. This will build a solid foundation upon which you can later customize for your specific goals. As said a moment ago, a beginner could perform bosu ball squats and build muscle and strength. Contrast this with a beginner who performs barbell squats or goblet squats. And this individual will get stronger faster, namely because a heavier load can be used since they're not dangerously balancing on a bouncy ball while squatting. The former trainee may be able to squat with 20 pounds after a month of BOSU squats, but the trainee squatting with a barbell on his or her back may be closer to 100 pounds in the same period. One is getting a return on his or her training investment, but the other is reaping greater rewards from the same time commitment. The real question should be then, what should a trainee do to maximize the returns from his or her time spent in the gym so that they don't just achieve some results, but achieve the most results possible? Well, comes down to three things. One, use compound exercises that train basic movement patterns that can be learned quickly. This should include a squat, deadlift, and a pressing movement. A row and chin-up variation is great too. Notice, we're prioritizing movements and not talking about individual muscle groups. These big movements will effectively and efficiently hit every muscle in your body. Two, perform three total body workouts per week. This training frequency is not only manageable for most people, but it's been proven to be effective for building strength and muscle. This is why total body workouts are superior to bodybuilding splits that work each muscle group once per week for beginners. And three, improve performance every workout. You must do better than the last time you performed the same workout perform more reps with the same weight, or add more weight. Heck, the first few workouts, you may just hone better techniques or perform an extra set or two, but you must do a little better every time you repeat the same workout. If you do those things, you'll achieve excellent results from a minimum time investment. One final word of caution for beginners. Be wary of the surplus of BS in health and fitness. It's easy to get distracted or led astray with empty promises and expensive gimmicks. Stick to the basics and you'll be well rewarded. You just listened to part two of the post titled Seven Things That Happen When You Start Strength Training and a word of caution by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform I like promoting a total body workout. She said it's important to learn compound movements. Basically, those are movements that use more than one muscle group at a time. An easy way to remember it is training large muscle groups like your legs. Chances are any kind of leg movement that uses your body weight is gonna be a compound movement. You're gonna use, let's say, your quads and your hamstrings at the same time, or your quads and your calves, or your quads and your glutes that means it's a compound movement, which means you're training more muscles with one move. Not only that, but you're training large muscle groups with one move. That leads to that minimum time investment Neo was talking about and reaping greater rewards. So in the beginning, don't worry about isolating your triceps, the back of your arms. In my experience, many ladies especially wanna work on the back of their arms because that's where they feel a lot of their quote-unquote flab is. And I'll often end up disappointing them by saying, well, we're not gonna just focus on that part of your body. We're gonna focus on everything. And they'll wonder, well, how's that gonna help me remove this arm flap? I wanna get rid of this. That's why I'm seeing you. And I have to say, trust me, when we work your whole body, that fat will eventually disappear. And the other thing I love that Nia mentioned is improve every workout. But notice, she didn't say you have to go heavier every workout or you have to do more reps every workout. It could be as simple as making sure your form is even better the next time. Once you've got the basics down, I don't mind when people start to isolate body parts, but they have to master these compound, large muscle group movements first, and they have to do that for a while. Once they start getting used to that, then we can get into isolating some body parts, like the back of the arms to remove that flab. Now, really quickly, if you want to show some support for our podcasts, there are many ways to help out, both free and otherwise. Come by oldpodcast.com slash help to check it out. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for subscribing and sharing this show with someone. I'll see you back here on tomorrow's show, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show,